0: This is a download from BFM 89.9 The Business Station.
1: Actually that's a really interesting distinction, right? Apakandaya being like you accept fate. Not buat macam mana is like you're out of ideas. Ah uh, yes.
0: Right,
1: right. Apakandaya is not that you're out of ideas. You can't try anymore. There's nothing left for you to try, right? Hmm. Which goes against the modern liberal sensibility that you can keep trying like no matter how many times. You know, and still quote unquote achieve, right? Apakan daya is like, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um,
0: but it is what it yeah. is. It's also you accepting that it is what it is, lah, right? Whereas apakan daya is like, well, I wish things could have been better, but right, apakan daya, right. Yeah. right?
1: I think that's an important, um, important moment of reminder that maybe we in contemporary modern competitive society that's very like obsessed with ambition and success, right? That we tend to forget that we can't control everything. BFM 89.9, you're listening to me Ahmad Fuad Rahmat on Night School, the show that explores concepts, theories and society. And we are going to do another installment of The Trying Game today Uh, with me as usual is Hane Baharudin, the show's producer. Hi Fuad. Hello, Uh, first things first, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So how was your New Year?
0: Um, uneventful as always <laughs> Uneventful Why
1: not though You didn't <laughs> go out nah. Didn't pay Melaka Red <laughs> Didn't really. pay in a Fort Red there. <laughs> not really my thing <laughs> Not <laughs> really my, my home, thing yeah. Okay Chill at home Netflix And just listen to music <laughs> yes. Or whatever Um now, we're doing another round of the trying game because we don't have any content banked. So, for people wondering on what basis it is that we decide to do a trying game or not, it depends on whether there's material for doing <laughs> it. But to be fair, it's also monthly, right? It's monthly, I suppose. So, it's because sometimes there is that point in the month when we have no content. <laughs> but it's turned out rather fun for me personally. And we are developing a slow cult following. <laughs> um, the presence may be not reflected by the download numbers, but people do come up to me with certain comments and, and observations about it. Um, okay. it's, it's taken a life of its own, mm. beyond our more theoretical, sociological, psychological stuff. That's great to hear. Yeah, and I should point out that people do notice that your contribution is very, very unique and substantial. Really? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah because I think, you again, we're really talking about obvious things, In ways that show them not to be that obvious, right? Mm. Um, Or unobvious things that turn out to be more obvious than we think, right? So, part of the fun is that's what it takes to really see things differently, right? Like the obvious things take on an unfamiliar light, uh, and unfamiliar things become familiar too. I think that, I mean, that's sociological inquiry, right? Things that you already know can be explained in greater length and depth, and things that are complicated become simplified, right? And uh, when it comes to this, you do bring an edge to the discussion. Okay, Um, thank you very much. (laughs) So one of the things, one of the questions I get asked quite a bit, and maybe I don't explain this enough is whether or not, you know, the words ahead of time. And I tell them, no. You don't, right? So so that's even more impressive, right? that you you can I actually, when I compile the list, I have some time to think about it. but you just go in cold and you basically steal the show.
0: Oh, right. and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, please.
1: <laughs> but I'm going to do it differently this time. Okay. and you can tell me the theme. okay? So rather than me setting up the theme and then listing down the words, I'm going to list down some phrases and you tell me roughly what you feel they have in common, yeah. okay? So, after you tell me the theme, then we can start going down the list one by one. All right. So, the words, or rather the phrases that we have to try to find equivalences for are 1. Lemah-lembut 2. Merendah diri 3. Tolak ansur, 4. Apakandaya, 5. Tidak kesampaian oh. What do you think they all have in common? <sighs>
0: um... Interpersonal relationship?
1: Okay, okay, but that's pretty it's much, it's much it's every opinions. concept <laughs> <laughs> we, we stumble into. We we kind of feel that the interpersonal hum- sort of dynamics. Yeah.
0: Humility? Or rather this this need to feel or to lower yourself down when okay. it comes to, you know, engaging okay. with others, which is like pretty common in, in those phrases like.
1: Correct, it. correct. And I, I guess one way to tie them all together is that it acknowledges the value of passivity.
0: Passivity.
1: Yeah. That there is some virtue in being passive, right? Mm. And again, there are bad things and good things about this, but I just want to point out, and this echoes with all our, dis- our discussions before, that there is a point at which we don't need to show or assert ourselves, and that is seen as a good thing, right? And these sorts of everyday phrases are ways in which we can deploy that posture.
0: Um. I have like things lined up to discuss regarding like, <laughs> <laughs> some of the words you mentioned, but 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 I guess to a certain extent, yeah. Like, for example, lemah lembut is a proactive way of being passive, right? Rather yes. Than, uh, Explain that more. Uh, because lemah lembut is an active phrase, right? Meaning that you have to, uh, if you want to engage with somebody, you have to be gentle, right? Right. But right. it's still an, an action that requires you to be proactive, right? Rather Correct. Than, rather than just Correct. sitting down and not doing anything, which... I guess it's the more literal uh, meaning of the word passive. Lah. Yeah. yeah. Th- at least how, in how I see it.
1: I like that. that I like that a lot because, and again, this is one of the things I like about talking about this out loud is how we stumble into the limitations of the English ways of, or the, the postures that are taken for granted when it comes to relationships, the Anglo frame, right? Mm-hmm. Where passivity and activity are seen almost as opposite. Right, Who's the passive physician? Who's the active physician? And this is, this is why I get bored of, like, a lot of um, Western-informed film analysis, right? In that power is often seen as zero-sum, right? But like you said, when we say that something is happening in a lemah-lembut way, there's activity in that you are exercising a certain grace. But... This is how you get something done. <laughs> so um so it's passive in the in the how would you say execution, right? Because you are Lemma, I mean Lemma is weakness, right? And God forbid in the Anglo frame that we are weak at any point, right? And even now when we talk about, you know, pop psychology, right, vulnerability, right? Is such a is seen, it's talked about and showcased in such prominent ways, largely in response to how their culture demands activity and and conquest all the time. Mm. Whereas in the Malay context, being lemah lembut is sort of an everyday thing, right?
0: Yeah, but what about diplomacy though? What do you think of diplomacy and how, you know, people think about it, right? Because, you know, sometimes you have to be diplomatic when it comes to talking to somebody, right? And I don't know how people do it all the time, but sometimes it also requires the gentle approach if you want to be diplomatic to somebody, at least within the English language context. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a quid pro quo way of being diplomatic, right? So the idea of diplomacy, even in international relations, right, has a lot to do with who gets what, when, and how, right? So, you know, Palestine wants West Bank and Gaza Strip, not either one, you know? So, but in order... For that to happen, Palestine has to give Israel security, to have to guarantee. So it's a lot of like, all right, what can I get out of this, right? Uh, it's less about the grace with which that is communicated, which is what lemah lembut is about. You can get what you want, but if it's not delivered to you in a lemah lembut way, you feel offended, even though you get what you want, right? And that is a lot of times what happens in our context, right? It's like, it's can. It's like, there's the same. Yeah. It's like, mm. I don't you know. It's just yeah, like. It's, like. it's, it's, it's... <laughs> A lot of it has to do with the intensity. right? You can't be too intense. You can't overcook the gesture. Mm. So it has to find that sweet spot. Yeah. And then, it becomes meaningful or valuable. right? It's not about you getting what you want. It's about the way with which that is delivered, right? Mm. And that is, I think, emphasised when we talk about how important it is to be lemah lembut, right?
0: Yeah, and I find that quite interesting because, um, you know, living in two worlds, I sometimes, you know, get those two things mixed up. So sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, if only that person could be a bit more direct rather than, you know, be a bit more graceful or a bit more lemah lembut. And sometimes... You get offended when somebody's a bit too direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because because you feel like oh, Yo, you know, you could have just said it in a nicer way or something like that. Right. So yeah. so so it's interesting to see it. And, and I can get the annoyance from both ends. Who, yeah. For people, yeah. People who are not aware of these nuances, right? So they were like, oh, you know, You <laughs> know, it's, it's just it's, it's too it's yeah. too taxing sometimes. It's yeah. Too well,
1: it's linear. time-consuming. Yeah. Time-consuming. <laughs> 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 and we're always in a hurry because liberals are chasing I don't know what. Right. <laughs> Time is very very prized here and <laughs> malamboit you know, it requires requires deliberation, requires an awareness of context, when something should be said and how, right? And that just requires more effort, right? But if everything is contracted, a matter of fact, everybody is sort of clear and we can always refer to the terms and conditions. We can be more direct and afford less lemah lembut, right? Which, like you said, I don't want to, just for our discussion, I do want to give it its day in court, right? To Kind of treat it fairly because I think in this context we tend to think that confrontation is better. Um, But one insight or wisdom from how Malays prize lemah lembut, is the reminder that confrontation doesn't always work, right? You can be confrontational, everything is laid out, right? How you feel, what you see, what you think, but it does not necessarily bring people together. And you might not get what you want, or maybe when you get one thing, it might come at the expense of greater trust or greater comfort or just a greater sense of acknowledgement from others, right? Because now people, you know, people like it maybe that you're a confrontational or a, how would you say, transparent boss or a colleague. But I don't know if that's necessarily what they expect from, you know, other, other relationships, right? Mm. Um, because I think a lot of care has to be thought into how you bring up certain issues, right? If a person clearly has, you know, bad habits, right? You can't just call them out of nowhere, right? You might have to do an intervention. In which case, some level of lemah lembut has to be exercised lah, mm. you know?
0: Why why do we berlemah lembut, if that makes sense? Well, that's right, a great yeah. question, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it because we are surrounded by people who are sort of quote-unquote, a bit more sensitive? Or do we genuinely feel that we need to be the lembut that this is the right way to to engage with people?
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that delves into, you know, structural questions, right? But even then, I mean, the way people think of structures tend to be in the very, I don't know, I don't know if this is the word, but, you know, Western you know, Western world of power. You know, there's somebody gaining, there's somebody in control, right? Uh, and obviously, there's always somebody in control of some situation. There's always power, there are power dynamics, right? I mean, let's just speculate. So I think the recognition of grace may have a lot to do with how we value fluidity, right? I mean, that scene and how laid back we are, oh my God, all the stereotypes are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but things move much easier, right? Because what does it take to be fluid? It takes a certain level of softness or gentleness, right? We can change context. We Marantau a lot, you know? The notion of Malay is very inclusive, right? Anybody could be Malay, right? It could be a, a nationalist ideal. It could be an ethnicity, right? It could just be like a cluster of different ethnicities, Coming together, right? I think that for that to happen, there must be some recognition that the flows are enabled by a certain lack of rigidity, and being lemah lembut and rendah diri helps that worldview. (laughs) I don't know, you know. I'm, I'm again, I'm just speculating, right? But, but you're right, right? Why aren't we more conquest-minded? Not to say that some people aren't, right? But why isn't it infused in our vocabulary? Yeah.
0: Something for us to wonder. I yeah,
1: guess. but I actually was going to get to, like, do you have maybe a ready-made answer for this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about okay. it. Okay, all yeah. right,
1: all right. So let's take a break and we'll think about this together in the next 20 minutes. I am Ahmad Fuat Rahmat alongside Hanif Baharudin for this installment of The Trying Game where we are going over some interesting nods or acknowledgements of passivity in everyday Malay Phrases. Uh, this is Night School on BFM 89.9. We'll be right back. BFM 89.9. I'm Ahmad Fahra Ahmad with Hanif Baharuddin on Night School for another installment of the Trying Game. We are going over terms and concepts of passivity in the Malay lexicon. And in the first part of the show, we went on a very speculative journey into why this is the case. Why is it that so many of our everyday, taken for granted terms Hark to passivity. Uh, we don't know, mm. right? Uh, <laughs> but we shall get back to the game in its proper format by finding English equivalences of the phrases of the week. Let's start back on top. Lemah lembut. Anything comes to <laughs> mind from the English context? I mean, we've used the word before. Graceful, right? Graceful, oh, graceful. correct. correct yeah.
0: Yeah. But grace is also... Um there is a certain elegance to being graceful right whereas do you think that lemah lembut also has that
1: yeah i guess one term that comes to mind uh, maybe to hark to that gravitas is maybe like uh, tactfulness mm. right to be tactful is to be lemah lembut now tactful tends to be about contextual considerations right yes. so you can be very contextual in how you approach something, but not lemah lembut at all, mm. right? Whereas lemah lembut is really about tenor and texture. Yes. How it ends up feeling for the recipient, <laughs> right? It's not just about whether the, the, an actor or the person conveying the act.
0: Yeah. It can also be your demeanor though, lemah lembut, right? Yes, yeah, yes, it could that be person demeanor. it's a, a lemah person. And memang by virtue, that person has always been a lemah person,
1: right? Correct, correct. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. It could be character mm-hmm. as well. In a way, that tactfulness, that person is a tactful person. In a way, you get what that means, but you only talk about tactfulness when something is being deployed, mm-hmm. right? There's an action or an intention or an objective seeking to be met.
0: Yeah, so in that instance, I think maybe gentleness can also be...
1: be yeah, useful. but when do you use that in English? Though? Yeah, you, I mean, yeah.
0: It's, not, it's not, I
1: don't think it's... it's <laughs> yeah, you see that word maybe in restrooms for gentlemen, <laughs> but that's about it. But how often is, you know, being gentle talked about in the normal, you know, at a normal setting that we find in the Malay context where you're being told to be lemah lembut... Even as young as four or five, you know, lemah lembut to your siblings, lemah lembut to the elderly, mm. lemah lembut to your neighbours, right? Mm. You don't sense the same level of priority for terms like gentleness or even tactfulness. You're tactful in the, in the corporate meeting room, right? You're diplomatic at the highest stage of the United Nations or something, but not in the everyday sense that we see lemah lembut valued. So going down next, merendah diri, Humble, humble. Uh, yeah, but I think this this takes it to another notch. To be diri. Yeah. yeah, it's like to lower yourself,
0: to give in. Although I don't think giving in is accurate, but yeah. yeah, it is implied that oh, if you are diri, you're giving in. Yeah,
1: yeah. In a way, um, I don't know because giving in means that you kind of lose. Yeah. Because there's a sense in which you berundah diri in the Malay context, mm-hmm. and you actually don't lose anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah just being humble and.
1: Yeah, you're not giving anything. Right. Well, giving in is like, all right, man, give in, all right? You're, you're going to be second, you're going to be third. Mm. Right? Yeah. Accept your limitations. Merindah diri is just like, I will gladly do this. You know, <laughs> I'll gladly just lower myself, right? And mm. this is what you do in front of your grandparents, mm. right? This is why when you walk across the hall where the patches are, you kind of lower yourself, literally, mm. right? You're walking like, like the homo sapien you are and suddenly you kind of just bow down. Right. For as long as the stretch takes. If it's a big hall, you kind of bow down and you kind of, you know, your hand just sort of glides down, you know, as if to show that you are recognizing their presence and you kind of walk. Right. Marendah Hadiri in that sense. Uh, and you see this, like a 40-year-old guy will do it uh, in front of a 70-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not like you could be 50, but the elderly in the context is 70 or 80 and you would still bow down. Marendah mm-hmm. Hadiri. Yeah. So on one hand, you see it in the, the you know, patik better sort of formal context where the, you know, the monarchy is being, like, recognised or whatever, but you also see it in the everyday familial context. Mm. Yeah.
0: But do you think that it's exclusive to the Malay community in the sense that, do you think that the Malay language or the Malay community put it somewhere higher than, than you know, other cultures?
1: Yeah, we, we kind of take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah. Because marina diri is also a, it's
0: a universal virtue, right? If you think about it. but
1: It is. I think humility is a universal virtue. But the fact that you have to describe it as a physical lowering of yourself, it seems quite unique to us. Mm. You know, obviously in a the, in the white context where, you know, kids are known to be at odds with adults, right? Um, they're not just different. They're at odds, right? You know, where parents are expected to be your best friends and stuff. But in that world, you still see young people calling the elderly mr and mrs whatever or yes ma'am yes sir i mean that happens too but that this should entail physically lowering yourself mm. i don't quite see yeah mm. it's also an acknowledgement of what we value and we value not being so cocky right we value we value humility in that sense mm. right um, but in a way that translates to certain postures being enacted yeah, yeah.
0: Do other cultures encourage this as much as the Malay culture? I can think? think of many. Yeah. Can't think of because many. It, it's always the narrative among the Malay community, right? I mean, yeah. for you to, oh, all this, yeah. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. So.
1: but there's also this thing that we always, we, we Malays do, and then we can't capture it on radio, but there's always the... <laughs> the
0: nod. Mean, there's right? that <laughs> nod,
1: right? It's like you walk into the room and you don't know anybody and you just nod. If The nod is sort of, your, your neck tilts lower than it does usually. And you smile. Right, mm. it's really diri like <laughs> in our bones, basically. Right, it's sort of like in our DNA that you're you're new to a situation, act your place, right? You don't own the room because you're whoever, right? Mm. So uh, those kind of moments in an otherwise rapidly capitalistic world, I find quite heartening, You know, but you know that nod, right? <laughs> yeah, <it sounds laughs> <about it>. <laughs> 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 that nod and grin, right? Um, and it opens doors, man. You go into like. The immigration in Putrajaya, and you just do that nod a bit, it opens doors. And you go in and thinking like you're like whoever, you know, and thinking that you can just boss people around, order people around, you know, that's the kind of stuff that gets waiters to spit in your food, you know. But if you just do that nod, it opens doors,
0: and it's yeah. such a simple gesture, right? You think about it. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. Every
1: simple gesture—it's like a second, a second of your time, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and these days, I think we do it automatically, right? We do it subconsciously, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that knot uh, is the the magic, the magic key. Now, let's go to this one. This is like this thing just pops up like everywhere. This word, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't even know what the what the English equivalent is. So let's try. Apakan daya.
0: Apakan it's, daya. It's, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting phrase. Uh, Apakan daya. Usually people will... Let's offend. translate
1: it literally. What would it mean literally? Uh,
0: but alas, yeah. yeah. I think that's the English version of it, right? If you think yeah,
1: right. yeah. But it's also a bit archaic <laughs> to say it, alas. I, <laughs> I use it in my emails. <laughs> but but um, how about like, hey, what can you do? In a Uh, way, right? What uh, can you do? What can
0: you do? Yeah. What can you do? do? But but
1: apakan daya is a bit dramatic, right? (laughs) It's like, what can you force? Or something like that, right? Daya is force, right? Mm. Daya is like, what would daya be? mean? uh, Force is okay, but
0: daya is also... Kudrat lah, but then, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. finding synonym. To sure, level sure. Level. Yeah, kudrat. kudrat is power lah. Power, yeah. Dayu is also, I think dayu is softer than kudrat, but kudrat. Yeah, yeah. kudrat kudrat sounds dayu more Dayu is will, is it? Will, will, and also, yeah, I think it's more will than yeah. than than the physical act of like, you yeah. know. Like kudrat lah. Like kudrat is more your, phys, your, the, your yeah. physical strength, right? Mm, so will, it's sort
1: of like, what can I will?
0: What can I will or...
1: What good is will or something like that? Yeah. I think what good is will, like yeah, where <laughs> is will when I need yeah. it or something like that. Yeah, right? but
0: you're trying to address the lack of will, right? correct? Right, correct.
1: Yeah. Or like y- you're really resigned to fate. Mm. Yeah, you're really resigned to fate, which is another again <laughs> it's non, it's not this sort of like, you know, you can be anything, you can get anything you want, you can be anything you want. It's, it does it actually recognizes that you can't get anything you want, mm. and it's also like a like an interval term like apakandaya. Let's move on, you know. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not you don't use it at the end of the sentence. There's always a comma. Don't you think?
0: Uh depends. Sometimes you say that, well, I nak pergi makan nasi kandar dekat PJ tapi oh, yeah, yeah. tutup apakandaya. Apa <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, might Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. I've heard
1: that too. <laughs> apakandaya. Tapi but, I'm just listening like, Apakan Daya akan Kembali, right? Which is a very classic. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, usually,
0: usually it's Apakan Daya, <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: <the>, followed by Apakandaya <laughs> Apakan Daya Nasib Menjadi Bubur. Yes. That's, always, that's always that.
0: Yeah. yeah. I guess it's a cool phrase because we acknowledge that we're powerless, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we don't mind acknowledging that, that, yeah, something yeah. that we, we yeah. We, oh, I'm you know wrong.
1: what? You know what? The one phrase in English comes to mind that resonates with what you're saying. It is what it is.
0: It is what it is. Mm. It's
1: like Apakan Daya, you know? It's like, I went, I, I was hungry for the nasi kanda. I went to PJ. It's closed. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> well, okay lah. Boleh lah, I guess. We <laughs> want to push it. Because it is what it is. feels a bit a bit more like, nak buat macam mana? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I macam mana? Apakan daya? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nabak yeah. Nabak macam, macam mana? It's, it's, a, it's a more casual version of Apakan daya. Yes, Apakan
1: daya, yeah. yeah. Apakan daya is, uh, has a literary turn to it lah. You yeah. use it. It sounds literary when you kind of add it to your your speech a little <laughs> bit. <laughs>
0: Whereas now mana sounds like macam you're giving up, right? Yeah, there is that connotation that oh, yeah, yeah. actually
1: that's a really interesting distinction, right? Apakan daya being like you accept fate. Nak buat macam mana is like you're out of ideas. Ah uh, yes. Right, right. Apakan <laughs> yeah. daya is not that you're out of ideas. You can't try anymore. There's nothing left for you to try, right? Mm. Which goes against the modern liberal sensibility that you can keep trying like no matter how many times you know, and still, quote, unquote, achieve, right? Apakan daya is like, you know, it is what it <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um,
0: but it is what it yeah. is. It's also you accepting that it is what it is, right? Whereas apakan daya is like, well, I wish things could have been better, but right, apakan right. daya, yeah. right?
1: I think that's an important, um, important moment of reminder that, Maybe we in contemporary modern competitive society that's very like obsessed with ambition and success, right? That we tend to forget that we can't control everything, you know? And I like it that we have this phrase built in our vocabulary, you know, that, hey, man, sometimes you just can't change what you want to change. You can't, you know, be something else, be someone else. This is what it is, right? Mm. That we have that as a recourse, in everyday thinking. I think it, it helps, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hear a lot of liberals going to like Vipassana and all these mindfulness retreats, and I, I get it, you know, but it's largely because maybe their symbolic order or their discourse doesn't really encourage the sort of like Apakandaya moments. You know, like th- that we have these Apakandaya signposts in our thinking, right? There are moments when you just got to like throw in the towel and move on. Right? I think I think it's healthy. I don't know. Mm. That's just me. Um, so this is the last one for the day, honey. And it, it really resonates with what we talked about. Apakan dayu. Um Tidak Kesampaian.
0: Tidak Kesampaian. There's a song. I mean, I remember a line of a <laughs> the, song. Tidak, are Tidak are <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tidak Kesampaian. Yeah. yeah. But, right? yeah.
1: Um, almost similar to Apakan
0: dayu, if you think about it, right? Tidak Kesampaian. Yeah,
1: yeah. Apakan daya is something you can bond with more because you can personalize it. Tidak kesampaian, you're describing something. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how often is this a part of everyday discourse for us?
0: I think in written words, you can see them a lot more than in conversations, lah, I guess. But yeah. sometimes we do use it. Oh, recan, again, nasi, using nasi as an example. nanti makan nasi PJ, tapi tutup. So, hajat tak kesampaian lah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> And it's actually more, it's, it's a recognition of disappointment, right? Obviously, right? But it's very, it's a casual outlet to recognize disappointment, right? Mm. You can't always get what you want,
0: right? You can't reach. It's like you can your achieve. journey, yeah.
1: it ends there, yes. right? This is as far as you're going to go, right? And I think it recognizes the depth of desire, right? Because, you know, it shows that This has been brewing for a long time, right? Um, But (laughs) tak just you're just not going to get there.
0: It's interesting that they use that word, right? Tidak Sampai as in, it's like as if it's a destination. It can be literal, but it can also be figurative and referring to, okay, that's the ambition or that's the aim, but we can't reach it.
1: Yeah, so, um, but anything
0: else to add about tidak kesampaian? What's the English translation for it? Well, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, that's
1: even harder. It is what it is, speaks more <laughs> to apakan <laughs> <to laughs> daya. It is what it is, tak is, you know... It's actually interesting. So, when we try to find English equivalent, we see how it di- how it is different from apakan daya. Yeah. Apakan yeah. daya is really about your personal will. Tidak is really about where desire takes you, right? Mm. Or doesn't, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned fate just now. Do you think that tidak kesampaian is more suitable to be attached to fate? Um, Not really, because fate is
1: always antithetical to freedom, right? So, freedom is where you're unbounded. Fate is where you meet your lack of ability. Mm. You meet your limitations, right? So, fate is always about limitations in ways that freedom requires that you deny limitations, right? (laughs) Hajat tidak kesampaian often, to me at least, harks to a long-cultivated intention or desire, you know? Or there's some sort of investment that hasn't returned. That's the way I sense it, yeah.
0: Yeah, but apakan daya, if we were to say that daya is will, at least you could argue that will is, is something that you can still control, whereas your daya can you can still control your daya, whereas tidak kesampaian, uh, it sounds like as if yeah. you're like, okay, you know.
1: I like that.
0: Yeah, I've done everything, but it's just that tidak kesampaian lah. At least in the Malay language context, it right, sounds like right. you're... you.
1: That's true, that's yeah, true. It sounds like
0: you, memang you, you've done everything, but yeah. just
1: that you couldn't achieve it lah. In fact, there, there are two pieces in a pod, right? You can. That's a sentence there. And it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, actually.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can just literally put them side by side. Yeah, and it you, a, you have
1: a sentence. And it makes total sense. It's like, Okay, you don't have to go. You don't have to say anything. Say no more. You know, it's sort of like... I get it. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. So... Um, well, this is another one we can wrap up with. It's quite easy. And I think the English word for this is compromise. But I think I like it. Again, it's this directional thing. There's an emphasis on tactility in a lot of these terms that we went over today. Uh, tola ansur. tola ansor, yeah. Compromise. Is it give and take? Give
0: and take is the more literal translation. It, 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 uh, okay, yeah.
1: because ansor is give. Yes. Right?
0: Ansur is give and also... Um, what's ansur? Uh Bayar <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's How, like
1: you get gradual, yeah, right? Gradual. So ansor is gradual. Yes. So okay, okay. Grant, grant. Ansor isn't give. Yeah. Ansor is gradual. Mm. Yeah, it's like gradual pushing lah.
0: Mm. Yeah, but yeah. but I, I don't know that you're familiar with this term. Back then my dad used it a lot of times. Uh, okay lah. Nampak diri dulu. Instead of saying diri dulu, saya nak transo. I find it quite interesting as well. Beransur
1: pulang, yeah.
0: Beranso, oh, okay. That's the full phrase lah, right? That's the full yeah. Because it's like okay, nampak diri nak transo. Instead of saying nak a diri. Saya up beransur. Yeah. Oh, so, on right.
1: that on that point, it is also believed, assumed, that when you need to leave, don't just leave abruptly or suddenly. Oh. That's why we have a lot of long goodbyes at the gate. I see.
0: Did
1: you don't you see that?
0: Interesting. What Nobody
1: goes. The... All right. See ya. Nobody does that. We gotta go. Okay lah. Minta diri dulu.
0: And then salam jalan. Salam so Salam jalan.
1: Nasi <laughs> <laughs> kita kita apa pulang lah.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: I have this bad habit, I must admit, living in the States for so long on my own that I can just kick people out of my house. You know what I mean? All right, man. It's Saturday night. You know, I'm tired. You know, it's the weekend. I want to sleep in tomorrow. I just need to go to. sleep. I need all you to get out now. And Mm. everybody will get it because it's like my personal space, right? So they just leave, you know god forbid you have to ever do that with malays they're <laughs> gonna like take it to their graves yeah, you yeah, just yeah. don't do that right because mm. hospitality is so cherished here
0: yep Yep. right
1: um and similarly too you can kind of just like you know you can there's all these like memes that liberals have about like you know meeting the same person again after you say goodbye to them is very anxiety ridden right mm. Yeah, it's sort of like okay, you say goodbye to somebody and you walk in different parts of the building, and then like two minutes later, you bump into somebody, and there are memes about this, you know, like so because we're all the liberal frame is all about territory, right? That when you leave, you you have a sort of mindset. It's not really fluid, right? Because you you feel like you're leaving something, you're leaving a place or leaving an encounter, and then to have that encounter repeated again is very anxiety written, right? Mm. Um, because departures tend to be a lot more truncated. In the English kind of frame, right? Again I'm being very speculative. But in the Malay context, especially when you meet at the house, you burn so pulang. Mm.
0: Okay, yeah. let's get back to Tola Anso. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Tula Anso is compromise. compromise. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tola and so, yeah. But why Tola and so, right? I guess, I guess. You have to talk something, lah. Like, you have to give and take, like. Yes, it, that, that, yeah. It's, it's a give and take. take yeah. It's yeah. Give and take. Yeah,
1: but I like that there is gradual nudging. I guess mm. if there is a picture of the gesture evoked, in Tola Anso, is gradually nudging. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and both ways, right? So giving and taking is you nudge my way, I'll nudge your way, and we'll see where we meet in the middle, right? Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that is also a big thing in the Malay psyche as well, right, Tola Anso.
1: Yeah it's, yeah. Huge, yeah, it's huge, man. It's huge. But nowadays they use the word compromise, which I don't, I don't get. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the answer is richer to me, at least. Yeah, yeah. Any yes. concluding thoughts before we wrap up our discussion on passivity? Mm. I don't know whether we should call them passivity,
0: like. I I feel ah, because, ah, because, ah, I, okay, because okay, okay. I feel I feel like I feel totally. like yeah, it, it may not be. It's just a mode that we subscribe to, I guess that. It may look passive mm-hmm. from the outside, but it's also, it requires you to be proactively thinking about it. right? Yeah, well. like, yeah. yeah. For example, There is an art to, to be belemah lembut, right? Yes, so so, yes. so So, it's not just you, you know, sitting passively yeah. and just, you know, accepting faith and whatnot. Correct. Right? Yeah.
1: Correct, yeah. Correct. So, when I go into Jawi and I do that nod, I'm not being passive. You're not, yeah. You're yeah. making an effort. I'm fact, making yeah. an effort, in fact, to win the trust of that ecosystem. Mm. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) I think we have to question the active-passive binary as well, which I think is very misleading, you know, and I think a lot of modern discourse, which assumes that power is zero sum, always thinks that there's somebody winning or losing or active and passive. When I think the Malay context is actually not unique in that it recognizes that not everything that appears passive has no agency, nor does anything that appears active (laughs) Automatically about agency. Mm. So, uh, on that note, um, email us your thoughts uh bfmnightschoolgmail.com, look us up on Facebook. Look us up too on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Uh, I'm, I'm for Ramat alongside Honey Barudin on another episode of the Trying Game on Night School BFM 89.9, the business station.